Welcome to Berated, Berated Conversations. Join us as we talk to the creative people behind the independent movies and get the behind-the-scenes stories. Um, hello. Uh, thank you, guys. Welcome to uh, Berated, Berated Conversations. I usually, I'm not the one that opens up. Usually Anthony is, you know? So, he's well more, uh, what, rounded when it comes to the openings of I keep telling him how to do it. But then when it's time for me to do it, I don't even do it that way. Like, I'm like, you need to come in hot, man. Like, welcome, you know, but it never really does. And then when I have my opportunity to do it, I don't even do it. But thank you guys for listening (laughs) to this episode. With us today, or with us, with me, Anthony couldn't make it. Something was going on with his his internet connection. So we are here with Todd, Ben, and Jasper from All Eyes. Do you want me to like? I don't know if I should say like last names, you know. Oh, all right. First is good. First is fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yes. Thank you guys. I know it's been our struggle <laughs> to get to us all to be here at the same time and everything. But uh, again, appreciate you guys's like patience jumping on everything with us. So yeah, of course. Yes. Nevertheless, we are like I said, the movie All Eyes. Great movie. Um exactly what we love watching you know we think it's about something and we start watching it and then we're like wait a second and then it just keeps like changing over the (laughs) stuff so great we'll talk about you know more of it but yeah i don't know if you guys want to introduce yourselves since i took up all that time doing it my bad uh i'm todd greenley i directed and produced and co-edited the movie uh with my my twin brother wrote it, Alex. You also so. built all like most of the props. I feel like you should. Yeah, get I did. All, I did a lot of the all the production design. I mean, you yeah. know, everyone kind of came together, but a lot of the pro- like I <laughs> kind of came in and set a lot of stuff up and props and things like that. So yeah, nice. Anyway. And, I'm, and I think uh, it's. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jasper. No, you got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Um, back to Todd. I think it's interesting for folks maybe that listen to this podcast to know that 99.9% of everything in the, in this show is practical. There's just yeah. the one, one and one and a half maybe that, that were that uh, generated. Very but yeah, true. So, yeah. Yeah. So like a, lot a lot of, of work, explosion, a lot of the explosions to see. Yeah. A lot of the explosions are real. Uh, a lot of like things is blowing up. That's real. Uh, like the hand, like traps and stuff, all that stuff. That's all practical. So those were so. Uh, spoiler stuff. alert! I, they really did stab me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I died, but I'm back. And, yeah, <laughs> this is actually pre. This is actually pre-recorded. Yeah, this is a pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually got gangrene in my left leg, which we're probably going to talk about because we noticed. So, oh wait, we didn't even let Jasper. Jasper. The DJ, the podcast. Oh yeah, Your character. Just, hello, sorry. Hello, I'm right. Uh, keep jumping ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I I play Alan in the movie. Uh, he's a, a fun podcaster. Who uh, he's he's interesting to watch. Yeah. yeah, we pretty much pitched it to Jasper when we made it. We were like, Jasper, we're, we're just going to beat the living shit out of you for twenty minutes, 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> exactly what they that, said. That's that's how we pitched it to him. <laughs> I mean, it literally is a. Yeah. He's like, cool. it's exactly what they said. <laughs> like, right. Twenty minutes over over a 
week and a half or yeah yeah, yeah pretty much right yeah. and then it's yeah. just that was it yeah. you're like i don't even care what the movie's about just as long as this happens in it right yeah yeah no, <laughs> it, was, it was good it's awesome like you know starting from the very beginning like uh i don't say like maybe well i mean it wasn't even like karma really where like jasper the podcast that he's doing um what was it u.s sane so yes. you're just having crazy people calling in and like giving these crazy stories. And so, you know, that alone, I mean, that's a, it's a pretty good idea, but you know that you're going to be listening to some messed up stories and everything. And so even that, like the opening scene where that guy makes the phone call and he's like, yeah. Oh, I got this person. And you're just like, Oh, the guy's going to, you know, kill himself and everything. And then he didn't. And then all of a sudden he's like, just kidding. I got this girl kidnapped. And you're just like, what? What the hell? Like there's so many, like even in the first like yeah. five, ten minutes of the movie, like you're going to be like, oh, this guy's going to do this. Oh, but then it doesn't do it. But then they, like I said, the kidnapping one, that one, like that for sure threw us like, oh, wait a second. That's no longer <laughs> about him. Yeah. And then, of course, he just offs himself and yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout that- out to Nick who played Mark in that. He did, a, he did an awesome job. Uh, you, you'd recognize him. He's in the Dr. Pepper commercials. He plays in the Fansville commercials. He's the face paint guy in those, in those uh, Fansville. Awesome. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to look him down. Yeah, yeah but I mean, look. I could only like, I once, like in eighth grade, right? Like I hung out with some people that were older than me and they were like the nicest people. I don't know how I was, you know, knew them, but I was just joking around with one of my friends <laughs> And I was like, oh, dude, that kid owes me like 50 cents. And so this older guy went over and like freaking suplexed him. And I was like, holy shit, like I was just joking around, you know? And I felt (laughs) so horrible that because of me joking around, like that kid got body slammed on like, you know, some pavement. And so then all of those emotions that Jasper was going through because, you know, he thinks that it's all, or Alan, not Jasper, sorry, Alan, Alan was going through. Because of what happened, I was like, holy shit, like, I couldn't even imagine, like, all that emotions that were going through because of the podcast made this crazy guy do this, you know, I just got a kid body slammed. I didn't get murdered bodies and kidnappings and everything like that. (laughs) And, you know, guilt, guilt was a huge part of the character, definitely. And I think that there's, like, multiple layers of guilt of, you know, that he literally contributed to someone's death. But then also, you know, self-reflexive guilt where it's like at first he doesn't give a shit. And so once you come to the realization that, you know, people actually matter, then you're guilty about being an asshole as well. So it's sort of different layers and it sort of gets peeled back as the movie goes on, which I think is fun. No, it was, it was, (laughs) like I said, it was intense watching. I mean, you're just like, dude, that is. And then seeing what Don... Don and Alan's like relationship, like talking and meeting, like you're sitting there, you're like, you know what? Like this could be like, like a sitcom, you know, since both <laughs> of you guys are complete. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, it is a movie right now. Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> the shit. Yeah. like Don, your character, that guy, like I remember the first time meeting them and they were just like, dude, that guy's such a G like I just does whatever <laughs> he wants. Like, I don't like you, but come on. And then you just like, banging on the window give me the check he was like damn hi my name's don like <laughs> you know i'm gonna give you 25 grand 
but yeah, he, no, he's definitely he's definitely a no bullshit kind of guy, you know. But he's you know, all... he's like a he's a hard shell, but there's a lot more to him uh, under the surface, which is which was really fun to explore. And Ben did such a great job <laughs> with that character; he really made it his own. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, so ben, yeah. yeah. Or, ben played it with so much warmth, you know, because he is such an asshole, you know, <laughs> on the surface, not it. But there's an undercurrent of warmth there. Yeah. That I think really comes through in the movie, and and it's it made my job just insanely easy because I just had to you know act off of Ben and just react to Ben. So that so thank you for that, Ben. And I think that's really why it's connected with people so much is because there's really a human layer there, and he's not just playing it as this just a, a douche. You know, he's mm-hmm. really has the human element in there, which is really amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, it was awesome, especially you know like their what was your your dead wife's wish. You know, and that's why you're doing all this stuff. Like, no, that was awesome. And then you see, especially like, you know, like he's a hard ass. But then what? What happened to his horse? His horse died, or his horse disappeared. But even when you were talking about the horse scene, you know, where like Ben's a hard ass on the outside, and he's like, "That's not my horse. I just built a fence around it so that way it wouldn't, what, like escape or get hit by a car or something." You know? Yeah, a common, a common thing in the movie is like we wanted to explore this theme of how people deal with loss. And one of the things we wanted to do was like how people, there's things they take for granted until they're gone. And then uh, with the horse is that. So there's, he, he says early on, he's like, I'm not, I don't care about that horse. You know, I, I built, I just built a fence around it so I wouldn't get hit by a car or truck. And, but then if you look around, there's like a horse calendar in the room. There's like a little horse toy. And he obviously got rid of a lot of stuff, but it's like the things he chose to keep like a hold of was really interesting. And it's like, it shows he does like, he does have, he does care, you know, it's just like, he just expresses it a lot different, uh, which I thought was really fun to play with. <laughs> he kept all those booby traps. Yeah. He, kept, he definitely kept those. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It was, yeah, it was awesome. And then especially like, you know, when he does lose the horse and now you get all sad about it and you're like, oh, you know, so then mm-hmm. it starts opening up more of, you know, he's this rough guy who does every once. I mean, I personally probably wouldn't have gotten into the back of that truck <laughs> like I, for, a sec, for a sec. Like I was like, oh, he's not going to do it like he's going to do it. But even that surprise <laughs> element, too, you know, yeah. he's like, OK, follow me, you know, and then. You know, you start thinking like, okay, well, maybe Don is going to be a bad guy. You know, Don's going to torture him. But, I mean, Don wasn't alive when he got tortured. But <laughs> In a way, he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a way, he I mean, tortures him. Just it was from, from, from the dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like you're sitting there, you're just like, holy cow. Now, like, I don't want to say now it's getting real, but, you know, you're more put into that spot now of, dude, like, would I do this? You know? I mean, you yeah. don't know the farmer. And then that just goes into another one of those aspects, too, of now you're in the middle of nowhere. You have no idea where you are. So if you were going to be kidnapped and held captive and like that, you'd leave. Where are you going to go? You know? Right. Yeah. Like, that's just another scary element onto it. Like, Anthony and I, we always try to put like ourselves into that person's um, shoes. You know, and then that just helps out watch the movie so much better because you're like, oh, shit, I would have done that. Oh, no way I would have done that. You know? Yeah. And it's just a great concept of what they were doing. And then you're just like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. But no, it's great. It was great. Um, Thank you. What do you call it? 
Um, going into whatever the the booby traps, like mm. how, how he kept warning you, like, dude, the house mm. is trapped, man. Don't do this, you know. And then I think one of the funnier ones was, well, I think you were trying to get a drink of water, right? Oh, <laughs> open up, right and then, and that yeah, big I, ass like sword knife. Yeah. <laughs> I you know I kind of wish we had more. We there's originally in the we when my when Alex was writing it. Uh, we kind of had a few more scattered out we wanted to do, but then it was like, ah, no, we're just, we just need to get to the the main part. But like, yeah, uh, I like I like the uh, the letter he reads where it's like, what to do if shit hits the fan, and just like the small the small little things that are there, like yeah, some uh, doors are fake, some doors are fake, uh, not the gray tiles, yeah, avoid yeah. the gray tiles. Which we yeah. actually, if you listen closely, there's like this common thing in the kitchen when. There's a part where they step on it and it creaks, and that's actually what triggers the trap that it kills Don. And the wow. last, when the last step he takes, you hear the creak. So it's like it is like these little details we did where uh, it was a gray tile. So it's like yeah, it's a, yeah it's those little things. So it's, uh, I didn't notice that until yeah, it's really yeah. you notice it if you listen, like if you have good audio, like sound system. But like <laughs> yeah, we do. Like PSAs in our podcast all the time too, where you're just like, you know, don't wear a plaid shirt because, or like, don't go into somebody's house that you don't know. That's breaking and entering. Yeah. That's where you're getting murdered yeah. by, you know, Leatherface because you yeah. broke into his house. So this one, all Don said was, "Don't touch that switch." And I'm pretty sure, like, right? Was the switch the on and off button for all the booby traps? Yeah, it was kind of like we kind of have it where things are kind of like messed up a little bit to begin with. Cause like, I mean, it, it was fun cause the traps all feel like something Don would have made, you know, it just felt very homemade. <laughs> like it felt like very, very strong together, they, you know, and they kind of yeah. worked. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they Kind of like, when, when, like especially when he's like in front of the house, he's like, it's uh, he's like showtime front and it, it take there's a huge delay and then it does work, but it's like, yeah, things kind of work. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but it, but we want, we were like, man, I want it all to look like stuff he would have like the hammer thing is like looks oh, like yeah. something that would have he would have made out or of like shot. the shot. The, the handgun that like pops yeah the gun down. the the yeah. gun in the cabinet that just shoots the yeah, yeah in the room. Uh, yeah, it just feels like stuff he would have made. <laughs> that tied up machine gun that just fell out of the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those were yeah. all man. amazing. It was a logistic, uh, logistically was very, uh, very difficult movie. Uh, we shot the whole thing in 10 days. So like, oh, the whole wow. movie was shot, uh, all of Ben's stuff was shot in three days, which I don't know how we did that. I mean, it was Damn. like crazy. We put him through a lot, but, uh, <laughs> but it was just like really crazy hours and, uh, but it all came together. We just had a really good group of people, but it like logistically, the scene where the traps are going off, that took like three days to shoot, I think. I thought we were never going to get out of that room. It was just was it like scene 22? Is that the name 39. of it? 39. It was 39. 39. That's yeah. Right. And uh, we just like, we're like, are we ever going to get out of this room? It's just like there's smoke. It was just, the doors are shut. It's hot. It's just like, yeah. It was, and it just and hey, that's every... one of the only CGI things in the movie is that little red light. Oh yeah, so we forgot to put yeah. the light on the wall on one of the shots. <laughs> so it was like we had to put, we had to digitally put it on the wall. Uh, for right. a few, a few, a few of the shots, but it's like, yeah, uh, but just planning the steps out because it is very specific. Like he has to be here for this to happen, but then he has to end up here, and then he has to end up here. The light is its own trigger, you know. It's like 
getting that to work like on cue because sometimes it would go on off on off while things are going on so it's just like it was a very yeah. logistical nightmare <laughs> to like <laughs> to do it that's why alone that took like three days to do and then i i felt bad that one of the first thing the first day we shot ben was like the the harpoon through the chest and that thing just wouldn't work it was just like oh god yeah it's just so much fake blood everywhere and like the way it had to be shot was a certain way and the rig just wasn't working. It was just like, oh god. Yeah, and that was like you were like sixteen or something crazy. Yeah, we've crammed a lot in that day. You had just done the monologue too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But Ben was a trooper. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It's it's you know, I think we were saying it last time <laughs> that nobody knows about because of you know, we couldn't get it to work with us. But at some point you even forget um that Alan's there to look for this monster that's in the woods or that's mm-hmm. in the forest behind the house and everything because he's now stuck in this house that he knows nothing about. He's also mm-hmm. stuck in the middle of nowhere that he knows nowhere to go, you know. And <laughs> then the even shittier thing is you get hit. I think one of the first booby traps that got you was like two stabs to like your thigh, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so now you're just like, okay, so now you're freaking limping and yeah. you can't take off running anyways. So. We definitely no. try to keep that in mind the whole time. I was like, okay, so now you can't use your leg, or now you can't use that. It's in like it was really fun to, but by the time he gets in the shop, he's like crawling literally. So it's like, uh, yeah, it was yeah. fun to actually like things actually have consequences, you know. So yeah. I know yeah. you didn't tie off your wound on your left leg though. You, he does. You just don't see it. You know, it's under oh, the, okay. it's under the it's under the jeans. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I did, we yeah, just they use the. The little rag, yeah. Yeah, no, like, we don't need to it. I tied it up. That was yeah, your right leg. Need... Oh shit! No, you're right. No, but he, you know, off camera, he does it. He does it on the. You just okay. don't see it. Oh, the <laughs> knife one though. Yeah, no, I did it off yeah the knife one, right? <laughs> yeah. You took care of the yeah. knife one, but those two yeah. big hand stabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just, you just does. You know, he does it. He does a hand, and then off camera, yeah. he does the leg, and then we just never. Yeah, he's like this, so you don't know what's going on. Yeah, because yeah. you're just like, oh god, and then the fact that like you, you know, had to rip them out of your leg when they were stabbed in there, you're just like, oh god, oh, god. you know, he'd better mm-hmm. tourniquet that off, otherwise he's gonna bleed out. And then you're just like, I'm gonna do this, and just I screamed it shut. That's what I did. I screamed the, I cauterized <laughs> the wound with a scream. <laughs> <laughs> super glue, and nobody knew about it. Yeah. Right? No, it was awesome. Um, Thank you what yeah the booby traps like that's just the <laughs> like i want to say like the ice on the cake like you're already now you've known that there's this monster back there that potentially can just break into your house anyways and get you but now you were just stuck there where every turn that you take you're going to be <laughs> killed potentially and then the only thing the funny one too was uh when you finally like, lay down that bed and like that little net lands on you and you're yeah. just like you know, you're just like, okay, something else is going to happen. And they're like, okay, you can take a breath. It's just a net, you know? Yeah, one, one of my favorite ones is when he's, like, talking, and it's like, all of a sudden the light turns on, you just hear, like, an explosion in the distance. Yeah. And then it's like, and then you the light turns off. You're like, you never see what that was. It's like, there's something. That's <laughs> yeah, my oh, favorite one. Too. my problem. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, but yeah. how, like, how did you guys come up with this, like, the the thought of it, the storyline. Uh, so Alex and I, we like to, we like movies that uh, take a genre and flip it. Like one of my favorite early ones I saw, I remember was uh, 
the original Last House on the Left, and then even like the the other one, uh, uh, Virgin Springs, uh, was like the same story. Uh, just how it like took the revenge. Like, it took a story that was like a you know intruder slasher kind of thing, and then it just like turned it into this revenge story out of nowhere. Wait, Virgin Spring by Bergman? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same story. It's a, oh shit. The, Last House on the Left is based off of a play that's based off of a. It's like based off of a lot of things, and then Virgin Springs is down the line somewhere. It's like based off yeah. of a play or something. But uh, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I, we love movies that just shift genre. Like even you know, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. If you if you think about that movie, it's like it's a Christmas, it's a family movie. It's all fun. Then all of a sudden, it's like supernatural out of nowhere. You know, it's like this like uh-huh. he, he. So we always love movies like that. We love the Twilight Zone, which does that stuff a lot, and. So with our first movie, we did a haunted. We did it with a haunted house where we were like, we're gonna make a haunted house movie, not about the haunted house. With this movie, we were like, we wanted to do a monster movie that was not about the monster, but we we wanted there to be a monster, but it was just like uh, we wanted it to be. You actually forget there's a monster. You're like, man, this yeah. is like there's so much stuff going on that halfway through you're like, oh man, there is. Oh yeah, there's like like in the the scene in the garage where you hear like the you know him show yeah. up. You're like. Oh wait, yeah, there's a monster in this, in this movie, but we yeah. wanted it to be about the human uh, error aspect of it, you know. So no, yeah, we, the whole... this movie just kind of <laughs> like out of that. Saying, with the whole uh, what Don stuff, you know, like when he was all what uh, the he's like, yeah, I thought you didn't have a cell phone, but he has that big ass iPad that's connected to all <laughs> the apps and everything. You know, like that was a pretty fun one too. And he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "You think it is only here?" He's like, "It's also voice activated." You know, yeah, he's like, "I didn't say I wasn't tech savvy." <laughs> he's like, yeah. "He's actually a very tech savvy guy." Don's gonna <laughs> go mess some people up, man. He's <laughs> running and like when you started, like I even put that like you know that funny the line like Showtime front, and you start yeah. running. You know, like, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like uh, something's gonna happen. And then up until now, everything has been. You know, like basically true that what he's saying. So you're like, oh, for Don to yell this, some shit's gonna happen. And then mm-hmm. when it like slowly happened, you're like, no, <laughs> Don could have got him. He was only this close, you know. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> honestly, and I'll probably get made fun of for this one, but um, the scene where Don, where you're asleep and you guys are watching the woods, you know, and. Uh, Alan's like, oh, I'm just sitting here. Like Don might be dead, and then I looked over. I was like, oh, what the hell? Like Don is dead, and so then that started, <laughs> that started triggering in my head. Like, how the hell is he going to escape? He doesn't know where he's at or anything like that. And so then the fly was flying around Don's head and everything. Yeah. And then when you woke up, like I did, I did jump a little. <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> I was watching. I was like, oh shit, he's not dead. All right. And then you're lying that you gotta take a shit and you take off running, you know. <laughs> well, that I think that line is a huge like turning point in the movie, which I think is pretty funny. It's as yeah. soon as he yells, "I gotta take a shit," that like really jump starts the the action, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, it literally is like the tonal shift of the movie is like when that thing starts to kind of be like you know, like that's when you start to hear the beep, the machine beeping, and yeah, going in the woods, and then you start to realize, oh man, Don's actually telling the truth because like there are people it's just like yeah that is kind of the turning point in the movie when he has to go take a shit yeah it's kind, of, <laughs> it's kind of like the whole like uh i don't know if you guys watch like the office with like dwight where there where he has like both sets of like emergency keys or something 
And like, what happens if you're dead? Like, how do we get the key? He's like, if I'm dead, you guys have been dead for weeks. (laughs) It's like with Don, you know, when he's like, if this goes off, follow me or something. You're like, well, what are you going to yeah. be doing? I'm going to be running my ass to the house as fast as I can. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like that's thing. Yeah. Because then it starts going off and Don's nowhere to be seen. And you, the guy, like you see him start panicking. And so that was another place where like, I was like, dude, if I was him, like I'd start going back to the house, but then you can't because the freaking yard is all booby trapped with landmines and shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know what I would do because then you even did that, Alan, when you were, or, you know, when they were going up there, he starts going to the forest and he's like, no, nah, never mind. And then he goes, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna try." You know, so right. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. good. Ever since, yeah, the beginning to the end, it was very fun, easy to watch, enjoyed to watch it. You know, it was awesome. Hey, thank, thank you, you man. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, we, we we really wanted to. Uh, you know, that the house we actually shot in is actually my uh, grandparents' house growing up. Yeah. So like. We, we, we literally wrote the movie around that location and we knew everything very well. We knew like, okay, we knew exactly if we had him standing here, we could have a harpoon come out there. You know, we knew that he could go for, to this room. You know, we knew where all the traps were going to be like it. Yeah. Uh, we literally wrote it around that location. So and he, even like where the woods are, you know, like that stuff. Like That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Where was it shot at? Uh, Oklahoma. Hobart, Oklahoma. Oh. Uh, it's part yeah. in Hobart, part, part in Altus. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, because it said Hobart was where you, <laughs> yeah. you had to drive all those hours to get over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so yeah, we shot most of it was in Hobart on that land, which is like kind of you know ten or fifteen minutes from Hobart. It's kind of out there, but we yeah, had full neat. range of it. We could do whatever, and uh, it was that it was a really fun thing to w- work with, you know, because we could kind of just start building this stuff in there, like these traps and things, and. Uh, it was all literally just, we built it and then it's all just there the whole time, you know, pretty much. So uh, <laughs> you forget to take one down. Did you leave anything there? Is like, a, uh, Blady's still there. Blady's still there. Still there? Yeah. Nice. He's still, I, every time I go there, I'm like, Oh yeah, Blady. And then, uh, I think, yeah, I think that's it though. I think the, everything else is cleared out. <laughs> nice. I yeah. love Blady. You know, though, I have to say, though, like, as much as, like, because we did a lot of practical stuff in the movie, we, we kept it very safe. I think it was, like, there was never, like, a second where someone would have been in, like, harm's way or anything. We really did, you know, yeah. plan everything very well. And it was, like, everything was, like, I called it, like, day 11, where, it was, like, that was me just going in and filming the explosions and stuff like that. Because I was, like, I don't want to put other people in harm's way for that stuff so yeah i mean you did uh, have a gun on set that you'd wave around when you get angry but other than that, <laughs> it was very relaxed and yeah, i felt safe very relaxed time. you know yeah. Sick shooter. <laughs> no that was awesome. yeah and then going back to some of the booby traps too you know when mm-hmm. what was it, the spray paint that came down and blasted you in the face oh yeah, mace. spray mace yeah, spray paint mace. it was a oh, bear mace. mace yeah 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 no that's yeah. just another thing mm-hmm. that dawn did yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, it was yeah. it was tough man shooting those that scene like the multiple days like todd said it was you know it was it was definitely safe like no real danger but just like it was way more taxing physically than i thought it would be yeah but, i was like, like i thought you were gonna like lose your voice i was oh like God. so afraid of that and like you luckily you didn't but i was like man because there is a point where you don't really have much dialogue it's just you screaming it's just and screaming then, for like and we kept doing yeah. different angles and shit like trying to get but the it, lighting it, right it was <laughs> very fun yeah it was a very fun shoot, though, because, like, the first three days were, it was Ben and Jasper. It was, like, the Don and Alan scenes, which was, like, 
so much fun to shoot. It was just like, it was just such a different vibe. It was like this like yeah. cool, like, you know, relationship kind of thing. These like guys meeting each other. It has like one of my favorite scenes, which is like uh, Don's little monologue about the 52 things as, you know, Gene leaves behind and mm-hmm. it's such a sweet scene. And like, that was one of the first days we, sh- like was, I think that was the first day we shot. And, and then it was fun to go from all that stuff to like, <laughs> that when Ben was gone, it was like all of a sudden we were doing like, we were like, what else do we have to shoot? And it's like, oh no, we actually, there's the whole, all the, the traps going off, which yeah. is like a whole other, a whole other thing. But yeah. It, yeah. F- physically it felt like switching from a drama, like between Ben and I to like an action movie, like literally like yeah. in the, yeah, Ben, the, when you first uh, saw it, what was it like for you? Cause you, you, you saw, you were like, you saw kind of when you were filming, you saw your parts, but then how was it to see like all the stuff, like when you actually see everything yeah, it was a, off. That's one of the things I thought about as I was watching it, um, because it was, it was, a, it's a big shift in, in, I don't know if tone is the right, but it's, it's a different kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And yet, and yet it tracks, it follows. Mm-hmm. It makes some kind of sense. Um, especially with the, the jump off from the harpoon. Yeah. Um, and things don't really slow down much. You've got this weird fake climax with the iPad and those people mm-hmm. in the truck and the trailer and all that business, and then nothing happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, right. And then the the light and the harpoon, and all of a sudden, then the movie just kind of kicks into yeah. another gear. Yeah, I love it's, it. Uh, like, it's just, you've, you've climbed the top of the roller coaster, and then all of a sudden you're spending – the rest of the movie going down the backside. Yeah, I love how the monologue it almost feels like it's like a sweet wrapping up of a movie, you know. And it's like, and that's why how we wrote it. We wrote it is this happy music is very just like you know melancholic, and it's like if any I, we wanted people to watch it and be like, man, this is such a sweet scene. It's like he's like, I'm gonna drive you back to your car tomorrow, and then only to like look at how much time is left. It's like there's like thirty minutes left of this movie. <laughs> like what what else is gonna happen? And then it's like that's like when things just start to like you know just cut it literally cuts off Don's story and just like completely becomes like a different thing. Such, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, that moment is such a good moment with the, oh, I love, oh, that's I love the it. only time I've ever like had a trouble not laughing. Like, Oh, when, Don, when, when, when Don's like, has yeah. that thing been on the whole time? <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> he was so, I, so I love that look. I love that look. Cause you can see yeah. like the red in his eyes. You can see like the, the red light and it's yeah. just like, the, and it's just like his, He's in the middle of saying something. He's in the middle of saying why he was like hunting them, why he wanted to hunt yeah. the monster. And then it just like, he just looks over and that look in his eyes is just like pure fear. You're like, Oh my it's God. It's like pure fear and like innocent fear. Like you yeah. just look so innocent in that moment. Cause you've just like let all Spilt this stuff heart. loose. That you've been holding on yeah. to it. You're so innocent. Yeah. Like, oh shit. <laughs> I love that moment so much. Man. Yeah. It was like yeah. a look of betrayal too. And he's like, dude, yeah, I yeah, couldn't touch that. And now he did it. And now I'm going to get hit with a harpoon. Yes. Like, he knew what was coming. <laughs> and that's the shitty part, too. You know, yeah. if you wouldn't have flipped the light switches, all you had to do was not flip the light switches. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know. I mean, Don also does destroy the iPad, which could have had a little bit to do with it. You know, like he uh, he destroys that thing. So I think it was a mix of a lot of different elements. You know, <laughs> just like things going crazy. <laughs> One thing I do like that we we kind of added uh, uh, in post, like we kind of like when we were watching the movie for the first time, it wasn't originally there. We're like, we should go back and film. But it was like the gears, the shots of the gears turning in the house. 
Because we're like, we really wanted the house to have like life to it. So there's like this, this, this breath. You kind of hear this, like it's breathing. It's almost like the air flowing through the house. We have like throughout the movie. But then we were like, we wanted these like, let's see like what the insides of the walls look like. And it's like these like gears and stuff like that, you know? So we, we kind of added that in post and it kind of added so much like like anytime a trap goes off you see like the quick little like gear turning or like the, the light turning red or whatever and it's like it just added so much energy to it it was it was like it really makes the house a character in its in itself you know which i i love which our first yeah. movie was kind of similar we the house is a character in itself so it was great. Yeah, yeah, good one. I, yeah oh yeah I shout, shout out to james ray oh like, james ray because the gears and the color tone of the movie is so beautiful and like mm -hmm. just um, yeah james Ray, who was, he was our, yeah. our gaffer grip he was like and he even built like a lot of the some of the traps and stuff like uh he's just such an amazing him and our dp uh austin yeah. like they just are them working together was such an awesome thing because i could just be like uh like for example when blady shows up i was able to be like I want it to be like the moonlight's hitting the house and it's like just darkening this one little area that Blady's going to be in. So when the lights turn off, it just falls into darkness. And James was like, yeah, okay, I know how to do that. And he just went off and did it. And I was like, man. And then it looks amazing. Like the colors are so vibrant. It's these like cool like yeah. red reds and blues, you know, blue blues. And it was just like really, it was fun to do. It was like a lot different look than our first movie. Uh, yeah. it, was a lot, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, like it was... That. Like I said, we enjoyed it. It was super fun to watch, man. Thank you. Thank funny. you. Um, this kind of doesn't have anything to do with the movie, though. But here's a question. So in the movie, you there's uh, there's driving by those livestock, right? The cows and everything that are on the side of the road. Do you guys honk at animals when you are driving, like through, like you know? <laughs> I don't. I don't honk. I point and say cow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Really, you guys don't honk at animals like Do you farm animals. No, I kind of grew up around uh, around farm farm. Yeah, so then that's when you drive on the freeway <laughs> and you honk at them. No, yeah, like, yeah, you'd be honking horn. all the time. Yeah, you'd be you'd be honking nonstop. <laughs> yeah. So like, I went to like school and college in like Idaho, you know, and so like you'd be driving around and you'd be like, "All right, fuck these cows" or something, like honk at them <laughs> or something, right, just for the fun of it. And so we actually did a poll question. And uh, we, you know, make fun of the, you know, have all these fun little questions. And one of them was like, when you're driving and you see like those farm animals or anything, do you honk at them? And it turned out like, if people are just like, no, I was like born and raised in like Las Vegas. So no, you know, but it's the ones that were like out in the country area. They're just like, yeah, you do that. Why wouldn't you? So I've never uh, heard that. <laughs> damn it. But yeah. the majority of them said, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I was just wondering because I see that and I was I like, mean, "They're gonna honk." You do if you want to get you you honk if you want to give them hay or whatever. You know, you like honk so they run up to you and you know. Well, I think that them, they just get honked at so much. Like, there's zero reaction out of the animals. Like you yeah. honk at them, you know. Like, oh yeah, just like when you have like a little kid in your back seat, you know, and you're just like, "Watch this!" You honk, and they're just like, they didn't do anything because like they get honked at all the time. So they're like, oh, "Okay, who cares?" But yeah, yeah, I was just wondering. But apparently no. Never mind. No. <laughs> right? It's Everybody's not, be like, it's I, not take, like yeah. I take back my answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe uh, we're just missing out. I don't know. Maybe people yeah. do do it and we just oh, don't. I mean, literally nothing happens. <laughs> like, I don't know what you'd expect. 
You know, at least get yeah. them like like they literally don't even like look at their head like, oh, there's another dipshit. You know, they no. just continue doing. <laughs> yeah. So. No. But <laughs> all right. Um, can you? I guess without spoiler alerting anything, like, are you guys working on anything that you can tell us about without, you know, giving us too much info on it? Uh, any of you guys want to? Nothing too much. I'm. I think a, a fun new thing I'm doing that I'm, I'm. I've never done before is I'm writing a horror play, which I think is going to be fun and exciting because I, I think it's a, a genre that hasn't been explored to its like full potential on stage. You know, like there's there's some sort of like you know, frightening plays you can go see where it'll be more dialogue driven. But I think it, it's going to be really exciting to do a horror play that's more action based. Of you know, the real frightening events are happening on stage, and not in a campy way, or, or in a way that would emulate like a, um, you know, like a like a spook house or like you know, or like a haunted hayride or anything like that. But mm-hmm. like a real true horror. To, to sit through and I think there's a really a human connection that can happen between the audience and the, the live action on stage that, that could really be cool and sort of coincide with the surge and popularity of horror movies and then I think also that you know film is <clears throat> obviously an evolution of the stage and we've you know taken so many things from the theater but we if I haven't seen horror on the stage take like the things we've learned about storytelling and specifically with horror and then take a film and then use those elements on a stage. And I'm really excited to get <clears throat> into that. So yeah. that's, that's a new thing. <laughs> That'd be fun. Right. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, Alex and I, uh, we're writing our, our next feature right now. We have a few we want to do, but we have one specific one. That's a, uh, uh, it's another horror genre bending. Uh, we, I think we're, there's a different genre of horror that we're going to tackle, which is going to be really fun. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil that, but because that is kind of like a twist in the movie, but it's like we, it's, we're taking another genre of horror and messing with that a lot. And it's a lot of fun. It's like, it's just, I think it's crazier. It's just like the, it, the craziness amps up a lot quicker and it just doesn't stop. And I think it's like, it, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to do. Uh, hopefully we can get Ben and Jasper in there again. Hey, anytime, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. no, awesome. But yeah. We're, we're working on that. We also want to do a Hallmark Christmas movie, which is outside uh, outside our wheelhouse, but you know, it'll be, it'll be fun. I love this go. movie so much. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I hear there's a weird. Co- I actually hear there's a correlation between Hallmark Christmas movies and horror movie directors. Really? There's a lot. Yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of a uh, lot of horror movie directors do Hallmark huh. Christmas movies. It's weird. Huh. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. It's like. You know, I really wish I could have brutally murdered this person. So now I'm going to write a movie where I can <laughs> brutally murder this Right? It's like, I told you I didn't want any green bean casserole this year, Cheryl. And then she brings it, and now this is something bad's going to happen to her. Right? This will be, it'll be fun. It'll be, a, it'll be a different, you know, trying something different besides horror, which we interesting. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot of different things in the mix we're trying to figure out, uh, but we definitely have one main one that we want to do. All right. It's another horror movie, so, yeah. All right. Um, I've just been reading some scripts. People keep sending stuff. Nobody's got dates yet, but uh, there are several local filmmakers um, that have got some finished things that they're, that they're trying to finalize. 
and and probably money um, with the new rebate program. And it's fun. Maybe that's getting settled. There, there's been some. Um, the the film rebate program in Oklahoma, I think, is going through a transition period, and hopefully, people are saying it's going to settle down middle or or uh, uh, third part of this year, and then we can kind of get back to business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Oklahoma's pretty booming for a while. It's it's still. Uh, I'm really happy to see that there's a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, yeah. like TV shows and movies and uh, they have like some major shows like Tulsa King and Reservation Dogs and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of really like big movies like Killers of the Flower Moon and yeah. Minari. Yeah, that should be fun which, when that comes out. Yeah, Ben is in, <laughs> has a part, right? In both of we'll those see. Or, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, see if yeah. it makes the cut. Yeah, you made it in Minari, which was a Best Picture nominee. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Pretty awesome. Uh, um, and then do you think that we should well suggest uh, some movies or you know so that we should watch I know last time we said the one you know we watched that one but now besides that one your other one the house uh, Home with the View of the Monster yeah definitely check that one out if y'all can it's on Shutter sh- uh, it's on Amazon it's on iTunes it's on a lot of different stuff yeah, uh, yeah, uh, so check that one out. Uh, but movies that like I didn't make that I had nothing to do with. Uh, let me try to think. Oh, like Doubtfire, definitely. Miss Doubtfire, that's a great movie. You know, <laughs> check that one out. We used a lot of inspiration with that in in, in we all were, eyes. We in the in all when we were filming All Eyes, we watched that movie like on an off day. <laughs> the shoot, I would look, lean into Todd and I'd be like. Can you explain to me the the like what this scene is about in terms like in relation to Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> okay, you know, you know the scene of Mrs. Doubtfire when she was. Um, so definitely check out Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, no, but real talk of movie or Julia's Eyes. Have you seen that? With uh, it's by Del Toro. It's uh, oh. there's a there's an American version that isn't as good, but there's like from Mexico. I think it's called Julia's Eyes, but like, in Spanish, one of my favorite thrillers ever it's so good it's about a woman who um is going blind and i don't know i don't have much i can say without ruining it but like she goes blind and then she ends up getting uh eye transplants of her dead husband and so oh she's seeing things. she's like getting her eyesight back and it's like she's seeing like is she seeing ghosts and like it's just it's really really amazing hmm. all right we'll check I, that there's one a out. movie that's uh have y'all heard of the nightingale it's like uh, it's the director did the Babadook. It's her, uh, and she did it in 2018. Babadook. Uh, yeah, but it, and that movie's awesome. It's just like it's a thriller. It's like a revenge thriller, and it's just like it's fun because it starts as one thing, and then you start to see it just come into something Ooh. else, and it's like it's just such a blast of a movie. Uh, I mean, it's dark. It's dark as hell, but it's really it's really a fun. Nightingale. Nightingale. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, I love that movie. It's <laughs> so good. Is it good? Yeah, it's so One good. One more. What Banshees. was it again? I'm sorry. Banshees. Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm. Banshees of Inna Sharon. We did uh, In Bruges, and, which I love. That and movie. Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, I love Seven Psychopaths. Three, three Billboards. Uh, there's actually a lot of good movies last year, I thought. I'm really happy yep. with the, uh, the Decision to Leave. 
is good. It's Korean. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, oh, who did that? It's the other Korean director. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I keep seeing trailers for it. Is it? It's like a thriller, right? Or is it? Um, my thing it's a. It's a. It's sort of a psychological drama slash thriller, yeah, not slasher. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, saw it at, at that festival in Austin. It's good. Ooh. Smile, oh, uh, no. smile. I, I just saw Smile. That movie was creepy. Smile, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. My yeah. girlfriend won't watch that with me. She's too afraid of it, and I'm too it's scared actually to watch pretty my cre- It was actually pretty creepy. It has like some good scares yeah. in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and that was like based off of a short film, and he made it into a feature. Nice. Uh, have y'all seen The Night House? Another. I mean, I don't just watch movies that have night in the title, but yeah. uh, <laughs> night, night House. Nightcrawler, did you see that? Night House with Rebecca Hall's yeah. in it. That one was really good. Night uh, House. Yeah, it's like uh, she fig- her husband dies, and she- that's not a spoiler or anything. It's like the main plot of the movie, and like <laughs> she figures out that they have a house on the river on the up by a lake, and she figured out for some reason he built an exact mirror image replica of it across the lake, and she Ooh. had no idea he had done it. And like the whole movie, you're just like trying to figure out like is she crazy? Is like is this like real? But she is like Rebecca Hall is so good in it, and like I her performance, I was like, man, I. I, will, I want to use Rebecca Hall in a movie. <laughs> She's like so good. Uh, it is a, it's a creepy movie. All right. No, add them to the list of movies yeah, so that we... Fire. <laughs> right, that was the first <laughs> one. Okay. Should I get on Blu-ray or should I just watch in standard def? How should I watch? Uh, watch <laughs> Miss Doubtfire, watch the one that was like uh, pan and scan, you know, where it's like... Four by three. And- got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going to be like, screw you. I love Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. <laughs> it is. It's, it's an awesome movie. Family, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> what, what that guy does. The guy, one of the guys together. that works for me said uh, he went and saw the, the uh, oh, it's the anniversary of Titanic. And it's oh. in 3D for some reason. <laughs> um, 3D. It's, it, yeah, it's not the up. 3D that, you know, comes... But right, it just, subtle. he said it, it, you could see a bit more uh, uh, depth. But huh. he said, yeah, the story still holds up. So, yeah. I yeah, watched that's that a... recently and I forgot how sad it was somehow and just started yeah. sobbing when everyone was dying at the end because I somehow forgot that, like, <laughs> that happens. I got so hammered by the love story. I was like, oh, it's yeah. Very <laughs> soon there's a. Uh... There's a guy on Instagram, I forgot, like Brian Monarch, I believe his name might be. But he like puts people's, like we were talking earlier before we started, Todd, of uh, he'll put people's like faces into other people's bodies when they're into those movies. And there's a funny ass one that he did. He put uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in that girl's body. And so it's like, Jack, I want you to paint me like one of your French girls. And it's just Carl Schwarzenegger's face. He's like, look at my boobies, Jack. It's, just, <laughs> it's so hilarious. You know, this guy, it's, I think it's on Instagram. I think I could, I'm pretty sure his name is Brian Monarch, but yeah. he, you know, he puts uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger over like William Farrell's face in uh, old school where he shoots himself in the neck with a dart. And he's like, whoa, <laughs> you know? So those are pretty funny. But yeah. 
Just thought because of Titanic. That's why. <laughs> Titanic. That's what triggered that funny Shouldn't one. Shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, no. All right. Well, I appreciate it again. Um, if you haven't seen All Eyes, this was about that movie. Great movie again, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This podcast is available on all major podcast networks and YouTube. If you like what you're hearing, please follow, like, and subscribe on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. 